0: It's about to go down in a minute. Let me touch down. I'ma get it. Cause I've I, I, been waiting all
1: night. It's game time. It's game time on ESPN Central Texas, presented by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat. Now from the Allen Samuels Studios. Here's Tom Barfield, Ward White, and Ryan Fox.
0: All right, welcome into the program. It is a fun Friday. Yeah, We uh, it's finally Friday, too, by the way. Has this been a crazy week, a long week to you? Yes. Lord White's good morning. Yeah, good morning. Yeah. It has just been just a wacky week. I, I know it has been for you, Ryan. I mean, you've been kind of displaced, haven't you?
2: Yeah, I was for a couple days there. Uh, sitting in the hotel room for a while, the days started to kind of run together. It's
0: the It wasn't the getting here part. It was the getting home part, right? E- correct. Yeah. And the getting home part may be the most important part of the whole equation. But uh, anyway, uh, and again, I've talked to a lot of people, and I know you have too, guys. We I, Here in town, we're very fortunate. I mean, it there was, it, I think the weather was a lot more severe to the north of us and to the south of us, and not too terribly far from us to the north and to the south. I think like in West and Hillsboro and – and, uh, you know, Whitney and all those places to the north and, you know, right down there in Temple and Belton. Look, Ward, there's a lot of people in Temple that do not have electricity this mm-hmm. morning. They do not have electricity this morning because the branches have fallen on on uh, on power lines because of the weight of the ice. It's just been so much ice. And we, yes, we had ice here in the greater Waco area, but nothing like Our friends to the north and our friends to the south. So, uh, on this one, anyway, we can count ourselves a little lucky. No, a lot lucky. So, anyway, you got the weather over there this morning, big boy? Do have the weather. What do we got? 34
3: degrees outside right now. Mostly sunny today. Highs near 46. North winds 5 to 10 miles per hour.
0: Stop it. We got a heat wave?
3: Heat wave coming in.
0: 47. Hey, what's
3: Monday's high temperature going to be? Monday, partly sunny. Highs near 71.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God if you don't like it just hang around right Mm. we're i was talking to a buddy of mine yesterday and where he lives it's it's supposed to be near 80 on monday i'm like you got to be kidding me 80 degrees ridiculous isn't it just crazy is it global warming (laughs) probably Holy moly. So we're going to go from an ice storm, the great ice storm of 2023, to 71 degrees on Monday here in Waco. How how about that? How about that? All right. Uh, we got a lot to get to today. It, it, it is the weekend. You know what? Yesterday felt like Friday for some reason. And I kept thinking, okay, why are we not talking about the weekend? But <laughs> Because we had another day. Uh... Do you have big plans this weekend? Is there anything exciting going on? It's it's early February. I mean. Um, just the normal stuff. Yeah. Me too. I mean, I'm going to go to the game tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Uh, but nothing. It, when is the last time we've had a Sunday with no football? Would we have to go back to August? Yeah. Man. No football well no no there's no football didn't all that flag stuff this weekend
3: yes started which, started last night
0: which we purposely have stayed away from and will continue to stay away from that's not the pro Bowl that you and I know no it's it's the NFL games now skills
3: competitions and oh they played dodgeball last night and I'm sure they did water balloon <laughs> toss and Catch punts.
0: Hey, unless you've got a bonus built into your contract, do you want to go to that thing?
3: I think more will go now than went for the game. Because it's Vegas? Because it's Vegas and it's just it's just goofing around.
0: Well, you know, the, the only reason guys win is to take their families to Hawaii for the longest. Mm-hmm. They didn't give a hoot about the game. It got to be that. Yeah. They
3: just it was vacation. And But I don't want to see anything like last year.
0: I don't even remember last year. It turned into touch football. Oh yeah, 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 not don't want to do that. Don't want to do that. Uh speaking of the big game, how much of it for you do you get excited about the commercials? Oh, I do. I like absolutely. Them. I think it's fun. There is and you could start to see there's several kind of series of commercials, and they're starting to to drift out, leak out, if you will, and I think on purpose, for obvious reasons. but we may have a chance to have a a few good ones and, and look, sometimes the game's not worth a hoot, but you hang in there for the commercials, don't you? I mean mm-hmm. they're they're good stuff. so that's that's happening. This week, as the the game, and I would think that some of that stuff will will continue to leak out early into next week, and I I say leak out again. They love the fact that we're going and googling, you know, Doritos commercials or whatever the case may be, but that's 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 part of the deal, isn't it? Halftime's part of the deal. The commercials are part of the deal. It's that's why it's more than. <clears throat> That's why it's the most watched game ever. I mean, it's yeah, it's about a championship, but it's also about – it's an event. Mm -hmm. It's an event. Do you watch it start to finish? Yes. You do. Mm -hmm. Do you watch it start to finish? The Super Bowl. Oh, absolutely. No, I do not. I do not watch the 36 hours of pregame. I don't. I do. I watch, you know, an hour and a half maybe. Yeah. Uh, Hour, hour and a half. I don't need, I mean, what can you tell me? I mean, come on. It's, and I know what it's for. I get it. Number one, it's a major event. And number two, it's an opportunity to sell commercials for the network. I get it. But, man, I do not turn it on. And just leave it on for hours and hours and hours like that leading up to the game. Give me about an hour, hour and a half, whatever. Get me ready for the game, and then we're, we're good to go. Then let's play the game. I'm interested. CNC Collision Center text line this morning, 254-662-1660. Do you watch the game start to finish? Pre-game, game, post-game. pre game game post game do you watch it in its entirety now i love the uh the trophy presentation at the end i mean that's good stuff but i do not need the the elongated pregame show so if you want to jump in we'd love to hear from you this morning on the CNC Collision Center text line 254-662 1660 254-662 1660 is the uh, is the phone number uh let's see coming up on the program. Greg Tepper's going to be here a little later on. And uh, Greg's going to talk about some of the uh some of the coaching vacancies that are still out there. We'll also get into the Big 12 schedule and uh we'll probably talk about the the Super Bowl and the and uh the Texas vibe from from the Super Bowl. You got you got you got some Texas feel to this thing, don't you? With Quite your a with your quarterback situation and how about two of the three quarterbacks on the Kansas City roster from Texas? Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. So we'll get into that with Greg Tepper coming up a little later on. We think, Ward, we think, we 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 haven't confirmed, but we think we got Kyle Yeomans kind of get us caught up on on the Senior Bowl and what the Cowboys are doing and getting ready for uh, and, and maybe prioritizing those 18, eight eighteen 18 free agents. So hopefully we'll have Kyle Yoimits around eight thirty this morning. So, uh, and we'll also look ahead to the Baylor basketball games coming up this weekend. Both those games right here, and uh, we'll we'll have them for you on our family radio stations. So we'll, we'll do that today. Uh, I think they're both here on ESPN because of the uh, the time separation between them. The the men, by the way, play a noon game tomorrow. Eleven thirty for the pregame tip, tip at noon tomorrow uh, against the Red Raiders. I kind of like that. Play the game, be done around 2 o'clock, and then you still got all day to do whatever you need, yard work, whatever you need to do. Pick up those broken limbs that are <laughs> that are laying on the ground, so there's all kinds of stuff going on. All right, we got uh, several on the CNC Collision Center text line. We'll get to that. We'll also talk some Big 12 hoops and a whole lot more as we kick off this Friday from ESPN Central Texas. This is game day or game time rather your first word in sports on ESPN Central Texas and don't forget you can always go check out the show or the John Morse program or the Matt Mosley program and you could do that on our on our uh, website syntexsportsfan.com that's syntexsportsfan.com anything you might have missed you can grab it and check it out there on the uh, on the podcast we got all the shows up as a podcast at syntexsportsfan.com and TechSportsFan.com. All right, uh, this
1: is uh, Game Time presented by Alan Samuels. We'll right back for more in just a moment. Matt Mosley, weekdays at 4 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Porter Mosier in one of the tightest golf shirts in the conference. Man loves a good tight golf shirt. I mean, guys
4: like John Morris and I that are kind of built a certain way. Aaron, you used to be built like us. You lost all that weight. John and I, we're normal looking guys, and we like a good XL golf shirt porter Mosier
1: is a man in his 50s who has decided to show everybody every aspect the matt mosley show weekdays 4 to 6 p.m on espn central texas
5: looking for an unforgettable gift this valentine's day republic gun club and the oak and ivy wine bar bistro have created the perfect pairing now through valentine's day you can grab the ultimate date night package of an hour on the 25 yard lane for two two pistol rentals, a Gatlin gun rental, and a $50 gift card to Oak and Ivy, all for only $149.99. Best part, you can get this deal now and use it anytime this year. Republic Gun Club is your home on the range. Okay,
3: so what's the most important part about your house? No, nope, it's not that bar, or even the man cave. Think about it, the most important thing is your roof. the insurance process for you don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof let a real professional you trust do the work for you put mcadams and sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over central texas check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949
1: because you don't want a kid with your houses lit. The Voice of the Bears, John Morris. Weekdays at 3 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas.
6: La Fiesta Restaurant in Cantina has been Waco's favorite Tex-Mex since 1963. Voted the best fajitas, enchiladas, and chili con queso around Central Texas. Watching the game from home? Let La Fiesta create your fiesta with the Delicious menu. A delicious selection of Mexican classics and Texas favorites. Order ahead and pick up or dine in and enjoy the game along with their specialty margaritas. You can order online at LaFiesta.com or stop on by at 3815 Franklin Avenue in Waco. La Fiesta where passion is the most important ingredient.
3: SoCal Speed Shop in downtown Waco is Waco's newest speed shop. Looking for hot rod parts? SoCal Speed Shop in Waco has unbeatable prices. Check out their showroom located at 321 6th Street, just two minutes away from the silos. You'll find t-shirts, memorabilia, collectible decals and more. SoCal Speed Shop in Waco, a retail merchandise and speed shop for anyone who wants to go fast and look good doing it. SoCal Speech Shop in downtown Waco.
2: Stop by or check them out online at SoCalWaco.com. A bank in any town USA treats everyone like, well, anyone. At Central National Bank, we provide Central Texans with a different kind of banking. We believe in people over processes, listening over telling, and helping our customers over helping ourselves. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. In
1: the... Texas live from the Allen Samuel Studios
0: all right welcome back it is uh, game time here on ESPN Central Texas let's um, uh, let's go to the CNC Collision Center text line this morning shall we uh, this is from the uh, 903 and Lord here's what we got last year I was pumped for halftime but this year I'm not sure what do we know? What do we know about halftime, guys? I mean, what are we thinking? You're young. What are we thinking? Rihanna. I love Rihanna. What are we thinking? It's Rihanna. And I'll tell you what I'm thinking. I'm sure it'll be fine. Rihanna could walk through the door and I wouldn't know who she was. Sorry. I'm not I mean no disrespect to her. I just don't know who she is. I mean. Okay, so maybe, maybe I'm not the target audience for halftime. Shouldn't I be? I mean, I'm the football fan, right? I mean, we're all football fans.
3: I don't think they care about football fans. They're trying to get other fans to watch the game. That's a good
0: point. It's a very good point. We're going to watch it no matter what. Mm -hmm. You know, they could put color bars across our screen at halftime and we're going to watch the game. That's a great point. Uh, From the 254, this one says, me and my 10-year-old will watch the whole game with pregame. Exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point. Well you you guys are invited to Ward's house then. Yeah. Y'all gonna have chips, dip and <laughs> all that fun. What well, will your football do I mean, will you do a big I mean, is that part of your deal? We used to always
3: have Super Bowl parties. Yeah. But haven't done that in a while. Um uh, I it, mm, yeah, it'll be it'll be some food and involved
0: don't exactly know what yet <laughs> I love this one <laughs> I love this one I take advantage of this is from Justin I take advantage of the whole event morning to night only day wife leaves me alone with the weekend housework I could watch pregame or fold clothes <laughs> <laughs> You better wow. get better get the towels put away before halftime. <laughs> <laughs> That's great, Justin. Good stuff. Uh, and you know what? If you want to chime in, uh, come on. We we'd love to hear from you. What, what was the best halftime show ever in the Super Bowl? Uh, well, I don't know. Uh, was it was it Michael Jackson? Yeah.
3: Has to be, doesn't
0: it? Yeah. Because I would tell you this about Michael Jackson, in my opinion, and and again, that's all this is, is an opinion show, is that I think he crossed all demographics, all genre. I mean, he just, he was one of those iconic performers that I think just about everybody could relate to. Mm -hmm. Right? I mean, I go back and I find myself, I love, and I don't know about you guys, but I love, Jackson Five music. Are you familiar with it, Ryan? Yeah,
2: that's where Michael Jackson
0: got to start with his with his family. brothers. Yeah, with his brothers. I mean, some of the. I mean, it, it, I think some of their their music, the Jackson Five music, is still relevant today. It, it's just good music. Uh, so, I, yeah, Ward. I I that agree was ninety three. Huh. Ninety
3: three was wow, Michael Jackson.
2: <sighs> that's been a minute. Yeah. What year did Prince do the show? Ninety
3: nine.
2: Another great no, show.
3: Two thousand seven. Really? Two thousand seven. Wow. Yeah, that was that was the second best to me. Yeah, that was a great one. Another I, great show. I thought show. that was
2: that's one that's one of the first ones I have a memory of watching.
3: Yeah, Prince
0: was outstanding. Of course, the one that's talked about all the time and will be forever is the wardrobe malfunction. Yeah, halftime. That was Justin Timberlake and. Uh,
3: Janet Jackson.
0: Yeah. Was that Houston? Was that Houston? What year
2: was that?
3: Justin Timberlake and Janet Jackson. Let's see. Why do I have Houston on my mind? See, Timberlake did it in 2018.
2: That, That would have been because that 2018 was the year the Patriots played the Falcons and that huge comeback happened. That was in Houston, yes. I just, I don't know.
3: Well, this says 2004, Janet Jackson, Kid Rock, P. Diddy, Nelly, and Justin Timberlake. So it had to be two. Mm. It was 2004 with the malfunction. It wasn't just tw- 2018. It was 2004.
0: Well, where was that game played? Does it say?
3: doesn't say here. Oh, okay.
0: Uh,
2: Food-wise.
3: Paul McCartney was good. If,
2: oh, yeah. It was Reliant Stadium in Houston, formerly known as Reliant Stadium. I'm telling you, I had Houston
0: on my mind. There's a song in there, too, by the way. I got Houston on my mind. That was Patriots-Panthers. Well, of course it's going to be the Patriots. They are in every, <laughs> They were in every Super Bowl. Yeah. <laughs> you
2: know,
0: there you go. You know what the first Super Bowl halftime show was? First Super Bowl halftime show was the Rice Owls Marching Band.
3: No, it was the University of Arizona and Grambling University Bands. Okay. Ah.
0: And it used the first few Super Bowls was played like normal. I mean, they played them on Sunday afternoons. And where was the first Super Bowl ever played at?
2: Canton.
3: No. You got it. No, I don't. I don't know where it was.
0: Cotton Bowl. Was check it Rice s- Stadium? Pe- check and see if it wasn't Rice Stadium in Houston, Texas. I know one of them was played at. Yeah, Rice. Yeah, one of but the first two or three. I, I think the first one was played at, at Rice Stadium in Houston. I don't think it was the first. It
2: says it was at the Los Angeles Memorial Coliseum.
0: Well, what Super Bowl was played at, at Rice Stadium in Houston? It may have
3: been two or three. It was may, only one. Maybe it was five.
2: It was Super Bowl eight, eight, which the Miami Dolphins defeated the Minnesota Vikings twenty-four to seven.
0: Wow. Nineteen seventy-four. And I suspect, and I don't know this, I suspect Miami may be you, the number one city for Super Bowls. University of Texas band played that halftime show. Really.
2: And now? It's one of three college campus facilities to host a Super Bowl. The other two was Arizona State and Stanford. How about that? Out west. Would Miami be the leading city for Super Bowls?
0: That and maybe New Orleans? One of the two. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how we got on this, but we did. All right. Uh, so, uh, go ahead. Miami and New Orleans tied for 10. Really?
2: And I did not know that.
0: I just assumed that because... Yeah,
2: because New Orleans, they played at Tulane Stadium and at Superdome.
0: Yeah. All right. So there you go. And there's more of that coming up next week as we uh, get ready for the big game on uh, next Sunday. Philly, Kansas City. You change your mind on who wins? No. Neither have I. Neither have I. All right. uh, Let's see coming up. What's the big basketball game in the Big 12 uh this week? There's a couple I think that could fit in the in the equation on on both sides. Uh on both sides on the men's side and on the women's side. What is the big game? For me on the men's side, I think it is uh I think it's Texas In Kansas State. I think that's probably, for me, the biggest matchup in the Big 12 on the men's side. Texas and Kansas State. And that game will be played, drum roll please, in Manhattan tomorrow afternoon at 3 o'clock. Full slate of games, by the way, tomorrow. And again, as we said, uh, the Bears will will play at noon tomorrow. We'll have the game against the Red Raiders at 1130 right here on ESPN Central Texas with a noon tip television on CBS, which kind of cool. You know, that's not a whole lot of CBS games involving the Big 12, but they've got some, and uh, that will be one tomorrow. 12 noon tip for Baylor and Texas Tech. But what's the big game on the, on the men's side, in your opinion? Is that it? Probably so, yeah. And I'm telling you, on the women's side, I think it's I think it's the Baylor Iowa State game. When you start looking at the matchups and the pairings and the in the standings, Iowa State is at seven and three, Baylor's at six and three, a half game back of Iowa State, just two games back of front-running Texas for the lead in the in the Big Twelve. I kind of think it's the Baylor at Iowa State game that you can catch right here on ESPN Central Texas Saturday afternoon. It is a, a five o'clock tip with the four 30 pregame, big game for a lot of reasons, mm-hmm. but you know, uh, a chance for, uh, for the late, for the, uh, the bears to, to go on the road and, and boy, if you, if you steal this one on the road, then it's a great start to the second half of the season and, and a chance to get off and running and, and, uh, and get going. So we got second half of the season for Baylor begins tomorrow and it should be fun as we go down the stretch, Ward. Uh, in these uh, in these final few weeks, getting ready for for March Madness.
3: Yeah, with the parity in this conference, anything can happen on any any Saturday afternoon. So you just got to be able to take care of your business and set yourself up going forward to try to find a a good seed going into the tournament.
0: There is depth and quality on both sides, isn't it? I mean, it's not. This you know, I know we talk a lot about the men's depth and parity, so. Uh, but the, it's there on the women's side as well. 725. Oh, back to the, uh, CNC collision center text line. Uh, let's see. What do we got here? I wish Super Bowl was played on Saturday. Hmm. I get that. And you know why? Because it's you have played, to, go to work on Monday. That's exactly right. It's played, you know, what is it? A five thirty or so kickoff. That's yeah, a late night, you know? So in your, you know, you're, Laying your head on a pillow about 10 or 11 o'clock after you watch the post game, especially for us. Oh, that's, uh, you know, we're bouncing around here quite early in the morning. So yeah, it wouldn't bother me if they played it. You, You have two weeks off. So what's the big deal? Play Saturday night, huh? Would you be opposed to that? No, I wouldn't either. But. They're locked in on that Sunday thing, and it's a late Sunday app. Or, or maybe play at 4 in the afternoon instead of 5.30. But they're going to make sure that game gets into primetime. Oh, it's yeah. about primetime. Yeah. And that's where they can ring the cash register a little bit more because it is into the, uh, the primetime viewing. All right, 7.26 coming up in a few minutes. We're going to uh, – there was a conversation. I don't know if you guys caught this. But there was a conversation, and it almost became a fist fight, it sounded like, between Max Kellerman and Keyshawn Johnson this morning. And they were talking about the top five quarterbacks of all time, and Kellerman kept wanting to put Patrick Mahomes on that list Stop it! with just a five-year sample size. And his argument was, look at what he has done in those five years, championships, Super Bowls. Uh, MVPs, statistics. That even though it's a small sample size, it is an unbelievable sample size. And Keyshawn's argument was, "Stop it," as Ward just said. His argument was, he hasn't been in the league long enough to to move ahead of guys like John Elway and and, and guys like that. Well, I'll ask you. And again, for me, this I, 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 this is an impossibility to get this right. I think this is simply an opinion. You know, if you wanted to go on championships, it's, maybe you go on championships. If you wanted to go on statistics, maybe you go on statistics. Uh, how do you measure what a guy means to his team, Ward? I mean, I think you have to go on championships. Do you? I Super Bowl rings, not appearances, rings. Okay. Uh for me, I, I think it's, are you consistent? Do you elevate your team year in and year out? Where does Joe Montana fit on this list? He's in there. You know, and I know that they didn't win them, but boy, howdy did they get there. Uh, you know, where does, where does Fran Tarkington at Minnesota fit on this list? Where does Terry Bradshaw fit on this list? Bradshaw would be in the top 25. He's not in the top five. But he's got a lot of rings. He's not in the top five. But you just said it I was care. about rings. There's other guys that are are better. But they do they have as many rings? You said 30 seconds ago hmm. it was about Super Bowl rings. I,
3: that's not the final count. Okay. But you cannot put Dan Marino in, in the top ten even because he doesn't have a ring.
0: Where does – and I'll leave you with this before the break. Where does Roger Staubach belong on this list? An 11 year career. He's in the top 25. That's it. Yeah. He he's up there for me because. And again, it's so subjective. I mean, what, what is the criteria? What are you looking for in, in your in 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 ranking the top three? We'll talk about the top three. We'll do it next here on ESPN Central Texas. <laughs>
9: Scott Drew and the Bears all season long here on ESPN Central Texas.
10: The Bears back in action Saturday in the Farrell Center, hosting Texas Tech, 11.30 a.m. for the countdown to tip-off, high noon tip-off Saturday.
9: Baylor Bear Basketball with Pat Nunley and the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Right here on the flagship station for Baylor Basketball, ESPN Central Texas.
3: The President's Day sales event is happening now at Allen Samuels in Waco. Shop the great selection of new cars, trucks, and SUVs and get amazing deals on new Ram trucks, Jeep SUVs, Chrysler sedans, and minivans. Or a sporty Dodge. Get more for less. Guaranteed. More value. More selection. More service. And more trade-in allowance. And, of course, if we don't have exactly what you want in stock, we can help you build the custom car, truck, SUV, or van of your dreams and order it today. It's the President's Day sales event happening right now at Allen Samuels in Waco.
11: How pain turned an avid outdoorsman into a frustrated indoorsman. Meet Ron.
1: I was always active. no knee pain and after my second step i went into my good feet dance
11: today he's grateful to be back in the great outdoors
1: i feel like a new person thanks to the good feet store
11: see for yourself how arch supports can help you stop by for your free fitting or schedule one at goodfeet.com
1: stop by the good feet store in the central marketplace in waco and now in temple ESPN Central Texas is your flagship station for Baylor athletics.
10: Enjoy one-of-a-kind luxury and lounge at the Baylor Club, located in the heart of McLean Stadium. This elite club offers a five-star member atmosphere for all your work and play needs with a master culinary team and outstanding hospitality. Weddings, milestones, business, and birthdays, a stadium roaring with bear spirit featuring stunning city skyline views. Baylor Club truly has it all. For interest in membership or your Next private event, call 254 710 8080.
3: SoCal Speed Shop in downtown Waco is Waco's newest speed shop. Looking for hot rod parts? SoCal Speed Shop in Waco has unbeatable prices. Check out their showroom located at 321 6th Street, just two minutes away from the silos. You'll find t shirts, memorabilia, collectible decals, and more. SoCal Speed Shop in Waco, a retail merchandise and speed shop for anyone who wants to go fast and look good doing it. SoCal Speed Shop in downtown Waco. Stop by or check them out online at socalwaco.com
11: do you know that this time of year blood donations are at their lowest but there's good news you can help in just one hour you can donate blood with carter blood care for local hospital patients who need life-saving transfusions so do what i do take a break donate blood and save lives schedule your appointment today at carterbloodcare.org that's carterbloodcare.org or call 800-366-2834 for more info and help save a life with carter blood care
1: espn radio sports center
7: i'm lark smith with your espn central texas sports update brought to you by asco equipment in Belton off i-35 on it with case construction equipment whatever the job is Baylor men host Texas Tech at noon tomorrow at the Ferris Center. You can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. The Baylor women are on the road tomorrow at Iowa State for a 5 o'clock start, and that game can also be heard on ESPN Central Texas. The MCC basketball teams are also on the road tomorrow to take on Southwestern Christian. The women tip off at 2 and the men follow at 4. There's baseball weather in the Florida Panhandle where the MCC Highlanders will play four games over the next three days, starting with a 3 o'clock first pitch today against Chipola.
1: Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Game time is brought to you by Big Boys Record Service, Good Feet, and Advanced Foundation Repair.
0: All right it is 7 uh, 734 this is game time here on ESPN Central Texas Tom Ward Ryan we're glad you're with us let's share something this morning uh we I tell you what we're gonna first do let's today at 215 in Little Rock there is a, a young man that is going to uh, make his announcement of where he is going to go to school he is um, what the top one of the top eight quarterbacks in the class of 2024, right?
2: Uh, number eight on 247s in the country and number six on the ESPN Junior 300.
0: There you go. Suffices to say, pretty good high school football player. I'd say so. He's narrowed his top three choices down to Auburn, Clemson, and Baylor. And that's why we bring it up. Walker White is his name. Uh, quarterback out of Little Rock. And uh, he'll make that announcement uh, today. At two fifteen, so uh, you know, I, I, I know we just wrapped up the twenty twenty three signing classes, Ward, but this is uh, this would be a big get for twenty twenty four if you could secure the uh, the services of Walker White and, and really, really, I mean, really put an exclamation point and in, in whatever you want to call it to the to the twenty twenty four class and get that thing rolling. Uh, that's that would be an impressive get. If you if you beat out Clemson and Auburn for the services of uh, Walker White, for now, yeah, well, yeah, I mean, we again, nothing's etched in stone until they sign, and then after, you know, because of the transfer portal, nothing's etched, etched in stone ever. I mean, you know, but to start, that would be that, that would that would be a nice, nice, uh, nice move. You got some numbers, right, Ryan?
2: Uh, yes, this past season, it was his junior year at Little Rock Christian Academy. He led the team to a 9-4 and record, um, just under 2,000 passing yards, 25 touchdowns to 9 picks. And on the rushing, uh, rushing, he averaged 8 yards a carry, 837 rushing yards, and 16 additional touchdowns on the ground. Nice. Baller.
0: Yep, good player. So, uh, that's coming up at 2.15 this afternoon, so... Uh, again, I guarantee you, Matt Mosley is going to have a lot on that coming up at four o'clock this afternoon. So there you go. Uh, coming up at three, John's going to be talking some big 12 hoops. He's going to have Chris level, uh, on the program. Chris does, uh, color on the radio broadcast for the Texas tech red Raiders. So he'll be on at three o'clock this afternoon. All right, seven thirty-six, Ward. We were talking about, first of all, Aaron Rodgers was in a golf tournament. And he's playing in the uh, in that Pebble Beach Pro Am out uh, out on uh, out on the West Coast, and he was asked while playing in the golf tournament, I might add, getting ready to play the par three a uh, par three, he was asked about has he made any decisions on whether or not he's going to play.
2: Hi, Aaron. Hi, Cole. You got any news you want to share with us? <laughs> Not going to
7: San Fran. (laughs) You look great with a cowboy star on your helmet.
0: So what do you think about that one, Ward White? (laughs) Yes, please bring him. I agree. (laughs) You know, I that was not. I just love that. I we would have blown right past that because that was just. The reporter and Aaron having a little fun, but when he when he when he threw a little flame on the fire there, I thought, you know what, we're going to air that just <laughs> just for a second or two. So that's good stuff. He he would look good with a star on the helmet. Holy moly! All right, uh, seven thirty-seven. The like I said, the conversation this morning between Keyshawn and, and Max was. Pretty much a debate about the top five quarter. And we're not going to get into the top five. First of all, number one is pretty secure. Wouldn't wouldn't we all agree that recently retired Tom Brady with his 800 championships and his 65 years of service at quarterback? (laughs) I mean, he's the GOAT, right? I mean, he's number one. I don't think there's a whole lot of debate about that, is there? There shouldn't be. No. Okay. Who for you is two and three? And again... I don't care what your criteria is. You you said championships and some other things. So what are you looking for? You're looking for pr- productivity. Uh, you're looking for championships. You're looking for a combination of both. You're looking for leadership, which you can't, you know, that, that's not something you write on a piece of paper. What are you looking for? Well, I mean, again, I think this is a personal opinion. And, and how do you how do you measure a 12-game season against a 17-game season? You know, the NFL used to be a 12-game season. Then it was a 14. Then it was a 16. Then it was I mean, the league has evolved. The way the game's played has evolved. The way the game is officiated has evolved to a very much a pro-offense style of, of officiating. And I think fans want that. I think they want scoring. So I, I think it's very difficult to compare eras, but, but we're just having a little fun here. Your opinion, top three quarterbacks, do you have a list compiled yet? Yeah. Who do you got as two? Joe Montana. Who do you got as three? Peyton Manning.
2: Who you got as two? Peyton Manning was my number two. And it's hard for me because I'm a lot younger. I just haven't seen as many great quarterbacks as you guys have. But, I mean, you, you can't keep Joe Montana out of the top three if you're me. So I'll switch my two and three with Wards.
0: I'm going to go Joe Montana as two. And part of my criteria is – the ability you talk about it all the time to put a team on your on your back and carry him, but how many times did Montana do it? Where he just you know and and I know you know as a Cowboy fan you want to throw up every time you think about the catch, uh, but how many times did he do that? Did he just will his team to win? Tremendous player coming out of Notre Dame, I, he won a lot of championships. Played under two different quarterback uh, coaches, didn't he? Didn't he play under Seaford and Walsh? Mm-hmm. So he's my number two, and I know this will be highly debated. I mean, but he's 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 the only quarterback that went to four Super Bowls and won all four of them. Oh, how about that? That's a hell of a stat. Yep, that is. And then I, I know, you know, I, here's the Homer coming out of me, but I I, I got, I'm going Roger Stalback as my number three. Mm. He played 11 years in the league. He played in eight NFC Championship games in those 11 years. So that's winning at a high level. And he played in five Super Bowls. In, in, a, in every other year, he's in the Super Bowl. Every other year of his career, basically, he was in the Super Bowl. And how many times did he will his team to win? How many times did he put his team on, on his shoulders? They didn't call him Captain Comeback for nothing. Captain Comeback, Captain America, Roger the Dodger. You know, and then the throw to, to Drew Pearson. And no, he did not push off uh, <laughs> in, in against Minnesota. I mean, I'm sorry. Uh, and and again, I know, I, I that may be a little homer in me, but I just all well, I did a lot of homer. Well, here's what I here's you can't deny this. I don't think. I don't think anybody. You you always felt like the Cowboys had a chance as long as he was the quarterback. At least I did. Always felt like that. I mean, look at those Thanksgiving games against Washington, and I mean, you always felt like, hey, you're, we're not out of the game until it's triple zero with Roger Staubach at quarterback. Haven't felt that way since. <laughs> Haven't. Troy Aikman was a great quarterback, but Troy Aikman also had great weapons. I think we all agree with that. The great, you know, statistically, the greatest running back was in the backfield. Mm-hmm. Tremendous wide receivers. Uh, Spalbock had a pretty good running back. Yes, he did. Had a couple of good running backs. Yes, he did. Again, I'm not – there there really is no right or wrong answer to this, this thing. I, I, you know, it, you run down that list, and don't, you don't have to do all 25, but just kind of hit – Well, that was
3: 2019, so that one's a little bit dated. It's
0: dated, but I think it's still relevant.
3: Johnny Unitas would have to be in the conversation at number four, and then number five, John Elway is on this new list, best top five NFL quarterbacks. Uh, This was in 2019 that this list was compiled. And so I would assume it's changed quite a bit since then. Um, Not too terribly, but there's a couple of other guys that are now out there, i.e. Pat Mahomes, that Mm -hmm. aren't on on this list because they haven't had the skins on the wall. But the top five, according to NFL.com, In 2019, Tom Brady, Joe Montana, Peyton Manning, Johnny Unitas, Otto Graham, number five, Hmm. Uh, Drew Brees at six,
0: Dan Marino at seven, Staubach at eight, Elway at nine. Coming up next week, I just want to uh, briefly mention this. We'll talk more about it next week, but the uh, McLennan County Junior Livestock Show is coming up next week. Uh, At the Extra Co. Event Center. A lot of fun. A ton of kids in this county put in a ton of work. And they're going to showcase all of their uh, other goods and and their animals and that type of stuff uh, all next week. And so if you get a chance, sneak out to the Extra Co. and, and, And check out what's going on out there and support these kiddos. And then, of course, on Friday evening at 630, it's the Sale of Champions. And this event... Last year, Ward and Ryan raised about a million dollars for scholarships. Wow. It's an important, important event. And it's also uh, a salute to these kids as they put in a lot of work. And, and I know a lot of people say, well, mom and dad helped out. I- I'm going to tell you, uh, I-, I know several kids that that participate in this. Mom and dad help, but they don't do it. <laughs> They're not going to do it. Uh, it's, you know, it's it's uh, one of the first things these kids End up learning responsibility of taking care of the, these animals, and it's not just animals. There's all kinds of things that go on out there. It's a McClendon County Junior Livestock Show, uh, for you know, sponsored by the uh, FFA and 4H, and it uh, it's good stuff. So if you get a chance, uh, get get out there. And we're gonna we're gonna have uh, Matt Mosley out there broadcasting live on Friday afternoon, prior to the big sale. So that will be a lot of fun. Uh, Seven forty six. We are presented by Alan Samuels. We're brought to you in part by Pioneer. Steel and Pipe, where they are, yes they are, they're open right now. They open at 7.30, they're open 7.30 till 5, Monday through Friday. They're open uh, Saturday, 8 until noon. They've got a location in Bryan, they always have. And then of course they got the uh, brand new locale, and that is at 2003 South Loop 340 Highway 6, next to Busby's Feed. It's the new store, but you'll find the same great Customer service and low prices that you expect. Four generations of the Emerys that have been uh, kind of taking care of you when it comes to um, when it comes to uh, Pioneer Steel and Pipe, and Braden's kind of at the helm now. And, and boy, he guided them flawlessly through the move from the old location over to the uh, brand new location. If you get a chance, you may just want to walk around in there. The showroom is unbelievable, and you're going to find just tons and tons of products. To, to help you. The new location features a showroom of over 2,000 items, including the uh, all the do-it-yourself type stuff, such as bolts and nuts and washers and things of that nature. Quality and reliability always has been a part of the Pioneer Steel and Pipe uh, procedures, and it still is. And Man, they've got great metal roofs, and and uh, they stock a large variety of panels and colors to make sure that you have a a great selection when picking out your roof. If you're getting into the uh, if you're going to get into the uh, into the building business, you're going to build a building, you're going to build a uh, uh, you're going to build a a barn, dominium, or something like that, and you're really not sure how to get started. Just give them a call or come by Pioneer Steel and Pipe. They can help you and guide you to find the the right uh, person to get you started and get you going. Pioneer Steel and Pipe. Remember, they deliver and they unload. They're open. Uh, they're open seven thirty till five on um, on today, and they're open tomorrow eight until noon. And you can always check them out at Pioneer Steel and Pipe twenty four seven at PioneerBoys.com. Recently on game time. From the CNC Collision Center text line, Trumpy says if Tom was a wrestler, not wrestler, wrestler, uh, instead of Nacho Libre, would he be Nacho Grande? <laughs> <laughs> Just Mike. <might. laughs> What's happening this morning?
6: First, I want to have a snow day where we're snowed in and then go straight into summer.
0: You're not going to have a snow
1: day. Yes, we are. Ryan exactly. thinks we are. February. Ryan is calling February. What's happening? Game time. Weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Jana's on the phone. She's looking at me like I'm crazy. You're not supposed to have
3: your phone on in here.
6: Thanks. Bye. (laughs) Yep.
3: See, it's going off. Say hi, Jana.
6: Hi, everybody. It's
4: Jana from from, uh, Advanced. Yeah, we're Advanced. Advanced
6: House Leveling. House Leveling. She didn't turn her phone off. She didn't Uh, didn't turn her phone off. It's the first time
9: but you can call us at 254-235-4922 and tell her turn your phone off next time Jana turn it off turn it off turn it off that was my echo 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 <laughs> let's see how stupid that one sounds
3: okay so what's the most important part about your house no nope, it's not that bar or even the man cave think about it the most important thing is your roof it has to withstand all that mother nature can throw your way so it makes sense to have the best mcadams and sons roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset experienced professionals using only the best materials so for new construction re-roofs repairs or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think mcadams and sons roofing first and now mcadams and sons roofing are installing seamless gutters they're insured and an a plus rating on the bbb mcadams and sons roofing will come out take a look at your roof and handle all the insurance process for you don't let any fly-by-night company
1: ESPN Radio Sports Center.
7: I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas sports update brought to you by ASCO Equipment in Belton off I-35. On it with Case Construction Equipment, whatever the job is. The Baylor men host Texas Tech at noon tomorrow at the Ferris Center. You can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. The Baylor women are on the road tomorrow at Iowa State for a 5 o'clock start, and that game can also be heard on ESPN Central Texas. The MCC basketball teams are also on the road tomorrow to take on Southwestern Christian. The women tip off at two and the men follow at four. There's baseball weather in the Florida Panhandle where the MCC Highlanders will play four games over the next three days, starting with a three o'clock first pitch today against Chipotle.
1: SportsCenter, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Listen to Game Time online at CentexSportsFan.com. 7.53, this
0: is Game Time here on ESPN Central Texas. John's coming up in a few minutes. He's got today's Baylor Beat program. Uh, CNC Collision Center text line, JB says, hey, he's going uh, Joe Montana number one, and he's going to go Brady number two. He was t- talking about all the different rules and and uh, the era in which they played, so that's, that's his selection. Ward, you, uh, you, you threw a little nugget at us before we get to Did You Know? Mm-hmm. Today would have been Farrah Fawcett's 76th birthday.
3: And Ryan Farrah Fawcett is who? He has no idea. The, the poster lady. <laughs> the poster lady. Which he had oh, no idea what the poster was. Uh, no, he
0: didn't. No, he didn't. Nope. I know. The oh. number
3: one selling poster of all time is the Farrah Fawcett poster. How about that? It was in every young man's bedroom. <laughs> Yes, indeed. Sold over 12 million copies of that poster.
0: Thanks for playing. Uh, All right, it is time for Did You Know and
2: and What You Didn't Know? (laughs) Yeah. Well, start off kind of somber today. Today is the day that music died, gentlemen. Yes. On this day in 1959, there's the plane crash outside of Clear Lake, Iowa, in which uh, Buddy Holly, Richie Valens, and. J.P. Richardson, also known as the Big Bopper, passed away. Uh, You know
3: who did not pass away because of a coin flip? Didn't get
2: on the plane the night before. Yeah. Yeah. Who was that?
3: Tommy Alsup. Oh, wow. He was one of the Texas Playboys after that, but he was one of the original crickets. Him and Waylon Jennings were forced to ride the bus Mm -hmm. and were not Mm -hmm. able to go along on the plane ride, and they flipped a coin to see who would get on the plane, and Tommy Alsup lost that coin flip
2: sad deal because buddy holly was 22 my age and wasn't richie valens like 17 or 18 he was I,
0: 18
3: and wow
2: he
0: was young and, and incredibly talented as well mm-hmm.
2: la Bamba, one of the all-time mm-hmm. and then also did you know on this day in 2013 was the Harbaugh bowl super bowl 47 the only until this super bowl is the only super bowl in which two brothers have gone against each other in the in the big game and uh the the Ravens, coached by John Harbaugh, beat the Jim Harbaugh-led 49ers 34-31. Who's the MVP of that Super Bowl? Kind of obscure here. Uh. Would it be Baltimore's quarterback? It would be.
3: Flacco.
0: Joe Flacco, indeed. Yeah. MVP. I couldn't, I, I couldn't get his name.
2: Then tell you where he, that was the game <laughs> that the lights went out. Yep. Yeah. And then also, did you know on this day in 1914? See if you guys know who this is. George Neeson was born on this day. George Neeson. He's born on this day in 1914 in Blairstown, Iowa. He is the inventor of the trampoline.
0: Oh, yeah. I was getting to that. I was getting to that. Yeah.
2: Did you have trampolines growing up? Did. I did as well. Did not. Trampolines are so fun. Have you? Ever, I wasn't rich like Ward's family. Have you seen those trampoline parks that they have, Ward? Yes, yes. <laughs> I carried like,
0: my nephews to those. <laughs> well, we, it wasn't that long ago. We were there with my with my grandson. <laughs> those are awesome. I remember going. They're go awesome to, to sit back and watch. I mean, yeah, I'm yeah. not getting in with you. No, that
2: deal. no, <laughs> no. Love trampolines. And then, did you know, on this day in 1940, Fran Tarkenton was born. How about that? He turns 83 today. Born in Richmond, Virginia. He was a, awesome. He was a fifth round pick. To the Minnesota Vikings, nine time Pro Bowler, 1975 MVP, and Offensive Player of the Year. So happy 83rd birthday to Fran Tarkenton. Number? 17. 10. Mm-hmm. Then also on this day in 1945, another quarterback, Bob Greasy, was born on this day. Number? Wow. 12. 12. Miami yeah. Dolphins. Uh, How about that? Tarkenton and Greasy sharing a birthday. Born this day in Evansville, Indiana, two-time Super Bowl champion, Mm -hmm. two-time first-team All-Pro, six-time Pro Pro Bowler, and is the only quarterback in NFL history to lead his team to a perfect season. Undefeated. 13-0, right? Yeah. Now you know. There you go. And what you don't know is, today
0: would have been Farrah Fawcett's birthday. Well, now I know that she's from the great state of Texas. Texas, there you go. All right, seven fifty-seven. This is game time. Your first word in sports and other things, by the way. Uh, Let's see. Hang on a second here. Hang on. Hang on. Oh, I did not know this. From our two five four, Farrell was a UT cheerleader. Yes, she was. Wow, I I did not know that. Mm -hmm. How about that? That's awesome. There you go. UT. There you go. Born in Corpus Christi. Yep. Yep. Married to a lot of people. The six million dollar man, Lee Majors. Wow! How about that? Did you even know Lee Majors was the six million dollar man? I don't even know who Lee Majors is. <laughs> he doesn't know who Lee Majors is, and he doesn't know who the six million dollar man is. <laughs> oh my heavenly day! Uh, Seven fifty eight. <laughs> Let's get to some sports news. John's got today's Baylor Sports Beat program.
10: It's time now for the Baylor Sports Beat. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Finance check of Baylor Athletics on the Friday. Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, we'll look ahead at the weekend in Baylor Athletics, including Baylor Acrobatics and Tumbling, number one in the nation, their season debut Sunday in the Farrell Center. Details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Kick off 2023 with a bang at the Start Something New sales event. Start your year off with incredible savings like 2.9% for 72 months on 2022 Ram 1500 crew cabs on all trim levels. Lone Stars, Laramies and top of the line Longhorn and Longhorn Limited or get values up to $3,750 on a Ram 1500 Lone Star crew cab plus 4.9% for 72 months. Pick from the best selection of Ram trucks in Central Texas at Allen
5: Samuels in Waco. Oh, her first word. Mama. Then, before I knew it, Mom! Soccer Practice Art Club Driver's Ed, dating graduation five years off college. Mom, this is Ted. Winning Bells and Sun
4: Life fast forwards. Keep up with Texas Farm Bureau insurance and protection that changes with your auto, home, and life needs. It's the right coverage for any moment. Because moments worth covering are never accidents. Get a free review of your current policy. Call 877-Farm Bureau.
5: Discounts may vary by situation.
9: Howdy, check Garner here, professional guide, searching for bears in the wild. But not just any bears, oh no, a particular kind. With hundreds of thousands roaming freely in the wild, yet still hard to spot, unless you know the signs. There they are, Baylor bears. If you're a bear enthusiast, or even a bear yourself, join me, and let's find some bears in the wild.
11: Join
5: the expedition at baylor.edu slash alumni. Now for a look at what's happening this weekend in Baylor athletics. Here again is John Morris.
10: And welcome back. Fun night last night from Rudy's in Waco, our Baylor Coaches Show. Baylor women's basketball coach Nikki Collin, our first guest. The women headed to Ames to play Iowa State tomorrow at 5. And Felicia Mulkey, our second guest, the head coach of the seven-time defending national champion Baylor acrobatics and tumbling team. They begin their new season Sunday afternoon at home in the Farrell Center hosting West Liberty, and it's a new season, a fresh start, a blank canvas, says head coach Felicia Mulkey.
5: Oh, yeah, Yeah. because it's the journey, I think, and not just, and so every first meet's different, every team is different, Um, so yeah, and it's fun to watch them. You live vicariously through them. I don't have kids, so it must be what it's like to have children because I get excited for them and, and to watch them ramp up to the first meet at practice. Yesterday we had a little short practice in a daylight window, right, because it was so icy. And you have freshmen throwing these tumbling passes just randomly that they, you know, and stepping into their own. That's the fun part. That's what I get excited about.
10: Felicia Mulkey and Baylor acrobatics and tumbling number one in the nation again, opening the new season at 3 p.m. Sunday in the Farrell Center, hosting West Liberty. Also this weekend, equestrian on the road at Fresno. They'll play Minnesota Crookston on Friday and Fresno State on Saturday. Women's tennis hosting Ole Miss today at noon, Florida Sunday at one. Men's tennis hosting Minnesota today at six. Men's basketball hosting Texas Tech nationally televised on CBS tomorrow at noon in the Farrell Center. Women's basketball on the road at Iowa State tomorrow at five. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. Talk to you tomorrow from the Farrell Center and have more Monday. I'm John Morris
1: from the Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios. This is KRZI Waco K222 DC Waco K265 DV Temple ESPN Central Texas time to talk high school football with Greg Tepper from Dave Campbell's Texas football magazine. All right, just after eight o'clock, this is game time here on ESPN Central Texas.
0: We're presented by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend in the car business. We welcome you into the program for hour two of the show. And if you missed anything, uh, you can always go back to our our uh, website, com. We got uh, all the shows up in a podcast format, and you can check that out coming up Uh, this, uh, as soon as we get off the air, you can check that out. All right. Let's talk some high school football. Let's talk some football in the great state of Texas. And we welcome in from Dave Campbell's Texas football magazine, the managing editor, Greg Tepper, Greg, good morning. How are we, Greg? Have you got the countdown going on how many days till high school football? Do you know that off the top of your head?
8: Boy, I don't. Um, I, I know I mentioned this last time I was on with you guys, but the good thing is that we we do have a shorter um, a schedule or a shorter offseason by about a week. I believe the first day, uh, the first night of Texas high school football games is going to be uh, August 24th. Believe it or not, that would mean that if you don't do spring practices and you do the extra fall practices, mm-hmm. that means that you'll be practicing your first day is July 31st. So if if you really want to target like when's the first possible opportunity for us to see some football, July 31st is going to be the beginning of the calendar, uh, but uh, it, it does seem uh, a ways away at the moment. But six months, you know, we've oh, we've done six months before. We've done longer. We, yeah. we can make it.
0: Midnight Madness, you know, that would be fun. Oh, that would be fun. In July? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. All right, let's uh, – Where are we on these coaching changes? Tim Buchanan steps away. That was, did you see that one coming?
8: You know, uh, yes and no. So, uh, so uh, to to be real, entirely honest and and candid, we we, coach Buchanan had kind of given us a heads up that he was considering it. And and it was kind of in in the, in the, in the rumor mill out there. I talked with coach Buchanan and he had mentioned, he's like, you know, nothing's official yet. Uh, but but you know i'm i'm certainly thinking it over um and and look it was it was a i think it's always a shock Whenever you have a guy who uh, is, is that much of a mainstay in Texas high school football, step away between him and Steve Wood, the longtime athletic director and accomplished head coach in and of himself, both retiring at the same time. I mean, it's pretty shocking, but but I mean, it's also important to remember. I mean, this guy's been, been a, he was a head coach for 25 years. He took over in 1990, 1993. Uh, you know, he's, he's been around a while. I'm not I'm not hear calling coach Buchanan old but I'm saying that the man's earned his retirement most certainly and he he leaves Texas high school football as as one of the all-time greats plain and simple Um, you know he himself had eight state championships Uh, Steve Wood added three of his own kind of interspersed within there and and that's that's pretty remarkable he's one of only four coaches in Texas high school UIL Texas high school football history uh, at the eleven, or at, uh, with uh, with eight state championships, uh, you know, joining guys, uh, you know, like G. A. Moore, uh, yeah. guys Scott Surratt, right? I mean, uh, it, it's heady company when you're talking Gordon. Wood, I mean, heady company there when you're talking about what he was able to do. And it's also important to remember that you know, if you go back and look at the history books, uh, Alito before Tim Buchanan took over was fine. Like they were okay. You know, they they were you know they had had a couple good. Seasons here and there but but never even sniffing the kind of success that they had right now for him in the span of about thirty years, him and Steve Wood uh, to turn Alito from kind of an also ran just you know a nice little program, but nothing special into the most decorated Texas high school football program out there is, uh, you know, remarkable, and and it's 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 a legacy that that he's going to carry, and Steve Wood as well. Steve Wood, one interesting note about him, he finished his career. He went he he took over for five years. They basically switched jobs for five seasons, um, and he finished with a record of seventy-five and five. Which, as far as uh, winning percentages is concerned, is among the greatest in Texas high school football history. You know, if you take away the minimums, so like minimum 100 games or 100 wins or something like that, It it's it shocking how dominant he was, just kind of taking over that program and continue, keeping the machine rolling. So it is, it is, it is rather a little surprising, only because of the name recognition. But uh, the guy has been around from the guys have been around for a minute, and, and certainly have earned their retirement.
3: Greg, what's the most intriguing job that's still open for you?
8: Yeah, there there's a handful of them. One of them that I I've, I've really got my eye on is is still Cedar Hill. Um it's hard to imagine that Cedar Hill is now going on almost 2 months uh being open. And from what I understand, uh there is just a there's there's a little bit of a, 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 a who's on first type situation going on there at, at Cedar Hill. They they like they've I know they've approached a number of big-time coaches. I know that at least a couple of coaches have told them thanks, but no thanks. And so Cedar Hill is is one of those high-profile programs that suddenly is having trouble finding somebody to take over. And part of it, I think, from what I understand, part of it is certainly that you're getting thrown into a district with the same, you know, with two defending state champs in DeSoto and Duncanville. They're on that I-20 corridor. That's, that's tough sledding most certainly. Uh, But, but also from what I understand, there are some internal issues that they've got to sort out as far as finding a coach is concerned. I mean, there was a couple of weeks ago where we thought they had their guy. We had it pretty much nailed down. In fact, to, to be entirely honest, we had an article written uh, on texasfootball.com ready to roll, ready to roll back on the back end of our website. uh, And then that candidate pulled out at the last moment. Um, That is now, that is now to me, got that, Okay, what's going on? Type lingering type of vacancy, which you don't necessarily see. It's still a good job. I think somebody's going to be pretty happy that they end up getting it. But that's certainly one that that I've got my eye on. Uh, that's one that I think is going to be very interesting. Uh, of course, another one that that came open recently uh, in, in in the DFW metroplex as well is Prosper. Prosper came open because Brandon Schmidt uh, left to go take over at A and M Consolidated. Lee Fedora steps away. Uh, and, and Brandon Schmidt, who does have ties to that part of the world, kind of the Houston area, greater Houston area, which, you know, you squint and you can get to College Station. Um, he he um, he he wants to get kind of back down there. He leaves Prosper, which is in a really interesting spot as well, because obviously the facilities are unbelievable. Children's Health Stadium is, is, is spectacular there, uh, but they recently opened Prosper Rock Hill. And they've already – they're going to open in 2024. In fact, they just hired former Robinson coach Tom, Tommy Allison. Uh, they're opening a third school in, in Prosper Walnut Grove, which is opening for the 2024 realignment. And so now what is the status of Prosper, which has been very successful under Brendan Schmidt, but the, the dynamics are changing as far as – uh, population is concerned that now you're going to have kids that are getting pulled away. So it's a real, that's one that I've really got my eye on because I'm interested in talking to some coaches and figuring out exactly what the interest level is in a, in a, in a job like prosper, which does have kind of the shifting sands underneath it. Did I see Nacogdoches come open as well? Uh, yes. Nacogdoches I believe has come open as well. Darren Allman, Uh, has has stepped down back uh, about about a week ago, stepped down. Uh, Darren Allman, of course, a a state champion coach himself, has has a long history, spent two years there at Nacogdoches. But that has come open as well, uh, after four seasons, took them to playoff appearances. Well, you know, Nacogdoches is an interesting, uh, interesting job in the sense that you're a five A Division two, which I think is, is ultimately where you want to be. Uh, you know, but you're in that kind of deep East Texas kind of region. That's going to be uh, it's, it's tough to win out there. You have to go through a pretty brutal region uh, to get out of there. But it is a really it's an interesting, uh, interesting situation. It's a, it's a one school town still, and so for Nacogdoches, uh, I. I think there's going to be a pretty hefty list of applicants for that job. Very interested to see where that goes. But, yeah, Darren Allman stepping away. Nacogdoches is is a job to keep an eye on down there in in Deep East Texas.
3: Greg, National Signing Day was Wednesday, and we all know the FBS schools in the state of Texas, Mm -hmm. but who are the smaller schools that won out on signing day?
8: Yeah, I I always love uh, whenever National Signing Day rolls around, Uh, You know, you're right. I think a lot of the shine has come off of it from the FBS perspective, because something like 90 to 95 percent of at least top 300 prospects signed uh, during the early signing period. But uh, but to me, that gives us an opportunity to really shine a light on the smaller schools. And I thought that there were a handful of schools that really made out well. Uh, I love what Tarleton did. I thought Tarleton put together a really nice class. They get a real steal, in my opinion, in linebacker uh, Luke Anderson out of Fort Worth Christian. That's a guy who had a number of FBS offers in places, you know, in places like Colorado State, and he ends up deciding to go to Tarleton. I thought that was a real steal. Um, I-, I love uh, a couple of signings that, that Stephen F. Austin put together. Colby Carthel knows how to recruit, and he's done an excellent job out there. I thought that they've, they've done a really good job. They, they kept the kid at home. In Isaac Jones, the, the wide receiver out of Nacogdoches, I'm interested to see him get on the field uh, early. I love what um, I love what Midwestern State does. Did I always love what Bill Maskell puts together? Because he and I, I think, think of of recruiting in the same way. Of like, yeah, you know, what if you were you use recruited guys who are really good at football uh, instead of like looking at like their broad jump? Uh, and 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 to me, that their class is full of those guys. I love. For example, if you go back and you watch the 2A Division I state championship game, the star of that state champion squad was Austin Compton, kind of their do-it-all athlete. He signed with as Western State. I think that is an absolute steal. I love what they did there. Um, and then another another couple of programs that I really like, a and Kingsville, down there in the Lone Star Conference, I thought did really well. Coach Mike Salinas is, is, is a former Texas high school football coach. And he, I think he understands that in a job like Kingsville, you kind of have to go, you have to I kind of have to go, and I mean this in, in, in a nice way, uh, you kind of have to go shopping in the scratch and dent pile, you know what I mean? <laughs> like You're probably not going to get the five-star guy, the guy who's got all the measurables, but what you can do is go get really good football players who maybe are a little bit undersized, or maybe played at small schools or something like that, and they did that really well. I think perfect example of that is Santana Scott, the running back out of, of Katie Morton Ranch. He was wildly, wildly prolific down there at Katie Morton Ranch, but he's 5'6". And, and, and if he's 5'8", then everybody in the nation's after him. But because he's just a little bit undersized, he got under-recruited in and Kingsville, was able to, to swoop him and get them. Uh, uh, West Texas a did a great job as well, getting a number of, of big-time playmakers. But one more I want to I point out. Abilene Christian ch- signed China Spring kicker Thomas Barr. Thomas Barr, of course, is the guy who made the game-winning field goal in the state championship game. He made the game-winning field goal uh, as time expired against Stephenville. Uh, he is a really, really, really good kicker. And Abilene Christian, actually, this is a weird thing that they do, but they always recruit kickers really well, and, and they get a really good one in Thomas Barr out of China Springs. So, yeah, the, the, small, the, 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 the national signing day period was a really good opportunity to focus on some of the smaller school guys, and I think that, that really it speaks to the depth of talent in the state of Texas that there were a lot of really good players who are going to these smaller schools, maybe just because there's no room in the end at some of these FBS schools.
0: Talking with uh, Greg Temper from Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine, the managing editor. Dave, uh, Greg, I, re- I realize that uh, this kid is out of out of Arkansas, but uh, he's Baylor's involved in this deal. Mm. If if Walker White does pick Baylor over Auburn and Clemson th- this afternoon at two fifteen, how big is that for Dave Miranda's football team?
8: Yeah, um, I think it's it's enormous uh, for them specifically on the heels of what I think can only be described as a relatively disappointing, at least from the quarterback perspective, uh, signing day and signing period in 2023 with the loss of Austin and and, and yeah, they go, they go portal shopping. They get a great, great quarterback in Sorry Robertson. But as far as to shore up the future, uh, I think Walker White would be a really important get for them. Um, you know, you, you never want to go into a situation where, you know, the, the clock is ticking on, on your quarterback room. And so you need to be able to shore that up and feel really good about what you've got coming up next. You know, one of the things that I think that, you know, for example, to, to, to pivot it to something like Texas, right? Texas. Yeah. They go out there and they get, uh, they get Arch Manning to go in there with Quinn and all the talk about that's all the talk is like, Oh man, who's going to win the quarterback job is going to be Arch Manning or Quinn The good thing for them is they've got both. And, and in the portal era, where you don't know who's going to be there from year to year, you need to stock up, especially at the quarterback position. And I think Walker white is a really important grab uh, for Baylor. If they're able to haul him in, uh, you know, I, I, from what I understand, from talking to folks who, who understand him they think that he's worthy of the hype. I think they've gotten listed as a four-star uh, from what I understand that that is right where he should be pretty darn good quarterback. And this would be a really, really big get, for Baylor and probably be a nice salve on on what is still probably a, a burn wound from from the Austin Novosad uh, saga. So uh, I think this is a big day uh, for Baylor on the recruiting side if they're able to haul him in.
0: Final thought: uh, The uh, Big 12 finally has uh, released the uh, the schedule. What uh, what were your initial thoughts when you looked at the the way that they laid it out for those 14 teams next year?
8: Yeah, I, it's a, it's an interesting schedule. Obviously, I think it was like it, it wasn't until the schedule came out and like I saw like BYU. I was like, wait, whoa. Yeah. I forgot. Like that's it's real. <laughs> uh, it's real. Yeah. Teams are going to Provo. Um, yeah. I-, I thought that there were a few different teams that, that came out on, on the right. end. I think actually for, uh, you know, for all the talk of, of, you know, uh, Texas is leaving the conference. And and, and so as a result, is the Big 12 going to stick it to them one more time? I thought they got a pretty, pretty, pretty good draw as far as the schedule is concerned. They play all four teams from within the state of Texas, uh, including, you know, they only I believe they go on the road only uh, for one of them with Baylor. Uh, no, I'm sorry. They go to TCU as well but I thought that they really landed pretty softly uh, overall uh, for Baylor. I thought this was uh, they're going right into the teeth of it. I think going to Cincinnati in late October is not going to necessarily be all that fun. They're going to have to go to Manhattan. Uh, you know, that, that back half of the schedule, you know, the, the one thing you can say is that six of the eight schedule of six of the eight first game first eight games for Baylor at home, which is good. But that, that closing stretch there uh, with, with Houston and then Kansas state and TCU is pretty tough. Not to mention, you're getting Texas right out of the chute, uh, you know, in, in, at home. It, it, I thought Baylor got a pretty tough draw there, uh, as far as uh, as far as that's concerned. Uh, another thing that I think is interesting, and, and obviously, you know, we never knew how it was going to uh, play out. But but for Houston, uh, they're not leaving the state of Texas until uh, October. Uh, but I really look at their first five games and you're talking about between UTSA, Rice, TCU, Sam Houston, and then Texas Tech, first of all, you've got a couple of – you're going to Lubbock, which is not going to be a picnic, and then you're opening up against defending national finalist TCU. Yeah, you get that at home, which is nice, but for a team that's got a number of questions – you know, uh, and Rice is on the Bayou bucket. They're looking to make a statement. I know, you know, I, I love what they did in the transfer portal. Rice did. Um, I don't know. That, that's a tough opening schedule there for, for Houston as well uh, to start. I think it eases up a little bit towards the back end, but, but overall uh, it, it was pretty tough there for them. What I love about it is that suddenly you've got this like Southwest conference, uh, you, know, uh, you know, this is as close as you're getting to a Southwest conference or union, basically. I mean, you, you've got, you know, you look at Houston, Houston's playing Rice. TCU, Tech, Texas, Baylor. I mean, we're just getting the gang back together. This is this is great. As as a member of the Southwest Conference Appreciation Society, this is what <laughs> I've been aching for for years. So yeah, I, I I'm excited to see it all play out. There's still a number of teams that we have big questions about, but but overall, um, I think that it's a really intriguing schedule that. You know, whenever we we go and we see, you know, for example, uh, Cincinnati and Baylor, or um, Cincinnati and BYU playing in a Big Twelve game, it's it's going to be a little jarring.
0: All right, uh, Greg, what are you what are you guys working on at Dave Campbell's Texas Football here in uh, early February?
8: Yeah, we got a ton of stuff up there from National Signing Day. We're we're kind of keeping an eye on the portal, of course. We've got uh, Texas high school football coaching changes uh, that are going on. This is really the month where I it hits overdrive. Uh, usually this is the time when, when there's a lot more the, kind of the last openings, at least, you know, there's going to be a handful that going go into April and May and stuff. But, but for the, for the most part, this is when the, the last kind of glut of openings will happen. Plus a ton of hirings are going to be happening. So we'll have that covered on texasfootball.com. Uh, so a lot going on year round there on our website. Tip, yep, Thanks. We
0: appreciate your time. All right, take care, guys. Have a good day. Greg Tepper from uh, Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine does a great job. 8.20, 20 minutes after 8. This is Game Time on ESPN Central Texas, presented by Alan Samuels,
1: Dodge Chrysler, Jeep Ram Fiat. Recently on the John Moore Show.
7: You know, it looks so great. Solid white, the crowd, and they were just super loud. And Coach Drew talked about it in the postgame, but it was an amazing crowd. And if you were there cheering on the Bears, you should you should be proud because that's what it's supposed to be like.
10: Absolutely. And crowd gets an assist for that win last night. It was great. The student turnout was just terrific.
1: Uh, really one of the best ever. John Morris, weekdays at 3 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas.
7: Looking for that hard-to-find, it or do-dead to finish your do-it-yourself project? You'll find it at Pioneer Steel & Pipe. Over 2,000 items are included in their huge showroom, including all the steel products you need, such as bolts, nuts, and washers. Plus, you will enjoy the one-on-one customer service that Pioneer Steel & Pipe has featured since opening their doors in 1943. Pioneer Steel & Pipe, 2003 South Loop 340, next to Busby Feet in Waco, and at PioneerBoys.com.
6: i'm amy hunter owner of jeff hunter toyota as you know there's a lot of road construction in front of our dealership improvements are being made every day and new toyotas are arriving every day all kinds of makes and models with new and exciting features the toyota brand is a leader in the automotive world in both popularity and reliability stop by and let us prove it to you
1: shop jeff hunter toyota toyota quality waco values
5: Looking for an unforgettable gift this Valentine's Day? Republic Gun Club and the Oak and Ivy Wine Bar Bistro have created the perfect pairing. Now through Valentine's Day, you can grab the ultimate date night package of an hour on the 25 yard lane for two, two pistol rentals, a Gatlin gun rental, and a $50 gift card to Oak and Ivy, all for only $149.99. Best part, you can get this deal now and use it anytime this year. Republic Gun Club is your home on the range.
1: It's time for Stephanie from Sales to Talk Sports. Brought to you by Advanced House Leveling, Myatt Fuels, SoCal Speed Shop, Mission Golf Cars, and Asco Equipment in Belton. 824, this
0: is game time. Boy, we have had a deep conversation about the top three quarterbacks in the NFL. We've talked some recruiting. We've talked some high school coaches moving and, and, and shaking. We've talked basketball with the Bears and the and the Baylor women playing important key matchups tomorrow. And now we welcome Stephanie.
6: <laughs> I can't help it. Every morning, every morning I just look at you, and this is what happens. Good
2: morning, Steph.
6: Good morning, Ryan. Good morning, Ward.
2: What's up? Good That's,
6: morning. Charlie. That's Charlie. Yeah. Okay. So Ward
0: said he's Charlie from Charlie's Angels. I okay. didn't say that.
6: So I always wanted to be Farrah Fawcett, and my man actually has a T-shirt from when he was a little boy that he, his mother would have to tell him after six days, all right, kid, take the shirt off, I got to wash it. We actually have it framed in one of our bathrooms that's connected to the garage. Hmm. Hmm. I wonder if Very it's worth nice. any money. Think it's worth any money?
3: No. Oh. Well, it could be. Maybe.
6: Anyways, we, I decided that. <laughs> I had that T-shirt. Did you? Do you still have it? No. Your mama didn't keep it for you? No. He uh. wore it. <laughs> he, he wore it out. That's right. So, yeah, that was uh, my man's. He was like, oh, but that. But you
0: had the poster, right? Yeah, I had the poster,
6: too. Everybody, Everybody had, had, had the, the poster. poster. Mm-hmm. Everybody. Yeah. That was everybody's crush. Boy, girl, dog, whatever. Dog. Everybody had a crush. <laughs> anyways. First that has nothing to do with sports. But anyways. What's, what's, <laughs> what else is on. new? What's new? <laughs> <laughs> so, you know. We're all gearing up for the big game, and what is your favorite thing about the big game? The win of the course game. the game Lunch? what else the Super Bowl commercials yeah, okay, so lately they've been kind of lame if you want the truth because i, I also
2: you really feel
6: I, well, I mean, they used to be really, really funny, like you would sit around to wait for the commercials because they'd be so funny, so I did my research yesterday, yeah. Okay, this year... Where
3: did you find this? On the Googles. Oh, just checking.
6: On the Googles and the YouTubes. Well, where
3: else would she find it? <laughs> well, I just wanted to make sure there wasn't something <laughs> new. want to do real research something and make calls. <laughs> Listen.
6: I did real research on the Googles and the YouTubes. So, anyways, commercials this year's are starting at $7 million a commercial. Oh, my gosh. So, that's a lot of money. And yeah. these athletes and actors that star in them... Their pay starts at 500000 can go up to 250000 just to appear. So I decided I'm going to be a professional camel racer, and maybe I can be in a commercial. Why are you looking at me like that?
3: What are you going to promote?
6: I don't know. Feed for farmers and camels? Yeah, there's, farmers. There's, there's,
3: and a camels. Feed. there's a lot of those out there.
6: <laughs> you never know. Make
0: sure we get that feed for farmers and camels.
6: <laughs> so but get get this. Here's some of the lineup we get to look forward to. Yeah. All right. Doritos always has a commercial. This year Doritos is starring Jack Harlow and Missy Elliott. I don't know how funny that's gonna be, but it's, are those people. It's, I don't know who Jack Harlow Harlow is, do you? I know who I Missy do. Elliott Who's Jack Harlow? He's a rapper. Uh, I, don't know, I don't know who Missy Elliott is. One of my she's favorites. A singer, she's a singer rapper.
2: She is? She's yeah. a sapper. Second she's a sapper.
0: <laughs> behind, um, behind Rihanna, she's my second favorite.
6: Really? Uh, you don't yes. even know who she is. You don't even know who she is. Uh, Mr. Footloose himself, Kevin Bacon, is making an appearance in Budweiser. Ah. That should be kind of funny. They say it's going to be called Six, d- six Degrees of Separation, I guess, from a Budweiser. Get it. Get, get, it? get it? Yeah. Okay. Experian? Mr. WWE himself, John Cena, will be starring in that. Ryan, there you go. Who's that? Yeah, who's that? You don't know him? We just talked about him.
3: Is that the guy that rides the purple cow? It is.
6: Okay. When did he ride a purple cow? Was it a movie?
2: It's in a commercial. Experian. That's what it is.
6: Okay, well, there you go. Well, here you have it. Heineken, the new Ant movie's out. The star of Heineken, I mean, the star of Ant movie, he's starring in it. I don't know. Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd.
3: That's Paul Rudd, isn't it? Yeah, he's funny. Let's
6: <laughs> all say it at the same time. Is that Paul Rudd? It's Paul Rudd. Okay, this is going to be funny. I think Ozzy Osborne is starring in Work a Day. I don't know what that hey, is. Listen, when he, he won't had, even
0: know he's there. That's right. <laughs> I was just about to say when he had his own TV show, he couldn't formulate a sentence. How the heck's he going to do it in a commercial? I don't know. I,
6: I'm sure it took them a lot of takes to film it. I don't even know if he has that many lines. Honestly, what's he pitching? Work a day. I don't know what that is. I don't know if it's a software. A Look well, it up, Brian. the first Ryan. day
0: that he works is going to be the first really?
6: day. <laughs> right. So, uh, Foo Fighters, a uh, singer.
2: Love Foo Fighters.
6: Uh, I do, too. Uh, starring in Crown Royal. You've, they're already playing some of the commercials mm. already. Um, I don't understand it, but.
2: Workday, a software company. That's
6: what I said. Software. Look, hey, I'm smart. Don't roll your eyes, Tom. I am smart. Okay. Didn't say nothing. Anna Faris, you know who she is. No. no, I do. You don't know who she is. She played in the sitcom Mom. She was married to Avenger dude. What was his name?
2: Oh, the Chris. which Avenger? The oh, Chris Hemsworth. Yeah.
6: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who? Who?
2: <laughs> you said what? the Avenger dude. Which one?
6: Well, Chris. You know Platt. Hemsworth. No, the other guy. Chris Platt. Platt. Evans. Platt. Chris Platt. Yeah, Chris Platt. So, uh, she's starring in my favorite Jingo. Avocados from Mexico. You know that one?
2: The world's finest. Yeah. yeah.
6: So she's in that. Tom's favorite, Sam Adams, is coming back again this year with your cousin from Boston. You he's know, he uh, is
0: he's genuinely funny. I like that guy. I don't Ooh. know who he is.
6: I don't know. The Some... Sam Adams commercials
0: where the guy's always tripping around and dropping stuff. You, you've seen the commercials. They, they've got a series of those commercials. Yeah. I don't know who he is. I think he's just a, a bit actor. I but think he's he is. Funny. It's
6: funny because he goes from like place to place yeah. and he's getting a Samuel Adams and they he, somebody sends it over to him and it's like, you took Kazem from Boston. You know, you haven't seen it? Just watch it. No, okay, I haven't seen it. He, right. he
0: really is funny. Yeah. Okay. But I, I, he's not a famous actor, I don't think.
6: No, I think he's just one of those. He's, he's a bit actor. Yeah. Uh, Popcorners, I think it's like popcorn chip things is uh, Breaking Bad Stars. And then here are my two favorites. You got to be watching... Michelob Ultra with Tony Romo.
8: Oh,
0: man.
6: They are doing a a
3: takeoff of (laughs) of of Caddy Shag.
6: And it's funny. It is. Tom and I kind of watched some of it yesterday. Serena Williams is in that one, and Canelo Alvarez is a boxer. He's in it. So they're already giving you bits and pieces pieces of it, and it looks really funny. And then this is the one that I'm trying to figure out. Fan duel with Gronk, right? Mm -hmm. They're showing him that he's going to have to kick – this ball through the field goal. And he's going to supposed to. Through the field goal.
3: This ball through, through the, field the field goal. Isn't that goal. what it's
6: called? The post? How about
3: kicking a football through the goal post?
6: Okay, that too. It's a field goal, right?
3: That, hadn't, that was not even remotely close to what you said.
6: In my head, it was. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Yeah, clearly.
3: Sorry.
0: Yeah.
6: Well, anyways. Why would you argue? Yeah, don't argue. So anyways, it shows him practicing, his agent talking to him. How far
3: had- out is he? hundred oh, miles what? or more?
6: <laughs> <laughs> Look, no, because a football field is not a hundred miles.
3: Oh, okay. Just check.
6: It's only a hundred yards. Okay. Is that like a half mile? <laughs> <laughs> I just want to know. No, what? it's not a, a half quarter mile. mile.
0: It's cloudy out today.
3: No, it's not a quarter mile either.
6: Um, is it close to a quarter mile? No. No. Okay, well, I'm lost. Anyways, I know a hundred yards is <laughs> really? long. It's very long. So if he's going at half. It's about a hundred yards. That's how long. I it know, is. but how long is that?
0: A hundred yards.
6: I know, but how long is that compared to half quarter mile?
3: Not even close.
6: So would you have to have like five football fields it's, to do a quarter? mile? It's not mile? even
3: a quarter of a quarter mile.
6: Well, what's a quarter of a quarter? Oh, mile? stop it! <laughs> <laughs> Just ask it. Anyways, we're tuned into that one because I want to see if he can really kick the ball through the post. And a quarter I,
3: mile is four hundred forty yards.
6: I got to go measure that out today. Anyways, so that is what we need to look for are these commercials. But yeah, and I think this Gronk thing is I think these fans can actually enter to win some money or something if he makes it. I don't know. We need to look that up, Ryan. They're but.
3: trying to get you to get on FanDuel and bet whether he'll make it or mm-hmm. not make it.
6: And, and lose your money. And while you're there, <laughs> <laughs> drop a <hundred>. you can
0: <laughs> drop a grand on the
6: and opening
3: He'll have an earpiece in his ear. Okay, you make this or you don't make this, depending on the last minute of the bets.
6: <laughs> so why don't we all pitch in $5 a piece? No,
3: not wasting my money.
6: I, I'll cover you. Okay. Three of us. Five, five, I'll do 10. I Let's say see. he
0: misses it right now.
6: Well, yeah, he's not a kicker. I say he makes it because he's been practicing. Okay. First of all,
0: I doubt he's been practicing, but And the
6: commercial looks like he is. Oh, yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Anyways, Uh, that's all I got for you today. Looking forward to watching these commercials. I think they'll be funny this year.
1: Go sell something, Steph.
6: (laughs) 834.
1: We're right back with more in just a moment.
9: Nikki Collin and Baylor women's basketball all season long on ESPN Central Texas.
10: The Baylor women on the road in Big 12 play this Saturday headed to Ames to take on Iowa State. 430 for the countdown to tip off. 5 p.m. tip off Saturday
9: for Baylor Iowa State women's basketball. Join Derek Smith and Sophia young Malcolm for Baylor women's basketball right here on ESPN Central
8: Texas.
6: Hey guys, it's Jan. I was Advanced House Leveling and Foundation Repair. Why is
8: your eye twitching? Because
6: my lashes are bothering me. Then why do you wear them? Because they look good. They do? And if you want your house to look but good. But what about
4: the ones where the
9: people
2: look like they've got those big, like, umbrellas on their face?
6: We'll take umbrella lashes, too, if you need foundation repair. So give us a call. Two, five, four. I ain't got nothing to say. 235-4922-4. I'm still thinking
9: about that last lady that
3: had the Four, nine,
6: two, two. wind blew
9: her down the road. <laughs>
6: <They> <laughs> Jimmy
9: That's where she ran into the car. <laughs>
5: My house has a new
1: Baylor Sports Beat weekdays at 7.55 a.m. and 5.25 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Have you
0: ever been stranded on the side of the road? The next time it happens, call Big Boys record Service to get you and your ride where you need to be. You can count on Big Boys record Service to help you with roadside assistance, such as when your vehicle won't start, you've locked yourself out of your vehicle, or when you're stuck in the mud. No job is too big or too small. They do it all. Family owned and operated since 1984. Big Boys Record Service. Call 254 662 3031. And remember slow down or move over.
1: ESPN Radio Sports
7: Center.
4: I'm Mark Smith with your
7: ESPN Central Texas sports update.
1: The Baylor men host Texas Tech at
7: noon tomorrow at the Ferris Center. You can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. The Baylor women are on the road tomorrow at Iowa State for a 5 o'clock start, and that game can also be heard on ESPN Central Texas. The MCC basketball teams are also on the road tomorrow to take on Southwestern Christian. The women tip off at 2 and the men follow at 4. There's baseball weather in the Florida Panhandle where the MCC Highlanders will play four games over the next three days, starting with a 3 o'clock first pitch today against Chipola. The wet and cold in Central Texas has forced the Hill Rebels to push back their season-opening home series to a single game tomorrow and a doubleheader on Sunday against Alvin.
1: SportsCenter, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas live from the Allen Samuel Studios.
0: All right, welcome back in. This is game time. Tom Ward, Ryan, we're glad you're with us. Got basketball coming your way tomorrow. Texas Tech is in town. Your Red Raiders, Ward, they're going to be here tomorrow for a Mm -hmm. high noon showdown at the Farrell Center. 11.30 for the pregame, 12 noon tip. We'll have it right here on ESPN Central Texas. What do you make of the Red Raiders this year after a terrific year a year ago?
3: They're not very good.
0: Struggling. Yeah.
3: They are on the struggle bus bad.
0: Them in, in, in West Virginia, I guess, at the bottom right now the of the uh, the standings. Mm-hmm. Can either one of those or both? I, I can't see. What are you... Are, are we going to get 8? No. Will we get 7? No. 6 think, is your number. I think 6. <sighs> so Texas, Kansas, Kansas State, TCU, Iowa State and Baylor are in. Yes. What about the Cowboys after that big win the other day? No. So you've got Oklahoma at 4, Oklahoma State at 4 and 5 out. You got Oklahoma at 2 and 7 out. West Virginia 2 and 7 out. Tech 1 and 8 out. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. I think six are secure, and I really think the Cowboys are on the bubble depending on what they do in the second half. If they get this thing close to 500 or 500, I think with their strength of schedule and their RPI, that they'll have a legitimate chance. I mean, their strength of schedule and RPI will be really, really good if if they can stay close to 500. Yeah, but if and buts were candy and nuts. Yeah. I mean, they're not going to – they're not –
3: who are they going to beat in the second half that they didn't beat in the first half?
0: Maybe the same four they beat in the first half. I don't know, which would put them eight and ten. I mean, you know, and if you had if you had uh, four more wins in the second half, then you're at what uh, seventeen, eighteen wins. It's it's I don't know, and maybe they do need a little run. I don't see anybody doing what Baylor did earlier. You know, Baylor went on what a five or six game run. I think this two this league is too. The competitive balance of the conference is too good. I can good. see Texas or Kansas doing that. On a six game? Mm-hmm. Well, we'll find out. I just don't think anybody can go, you know, because that means you're going on the road three times and and winning three road games. And you know, it I
2: mean, would... the
3: thing for Oklahoma State is they still have Tech twice. Mm-hmm. And they've got West Virginia again on their schedule. There's
0: three right there. So, right?
3: Yeah. But... I, other than that, I mean, they're going to have to find a way to steal something somewhere.
0: Well, let me ask you this. Would you be surprised if Jerome Tang and Kansas State win tomorrow over Texas at home? Yes. I would not be surprised in the least. In fact, I think it happens. Mm, I don't. I think Kansas State will beat Texas tomorrow in Manhattan. I just think that's how the league rolls. We'll see. But that's what I, you know, again, you could win this conference with three or four losses. You probably will win this conference with three or four losses. It's just that competitive. And as Scott Drew says, and every other coach in this conference talks about, there's not a, when you're playing within the league, there's not a bad loss. You're It's a frustrated loss and an angry loss, but it's not... When you start looking at your numbers, it's not a bad loss. Now, I think you pointed out that you could start saying that about a Texas Tech team that's sitting there at 1-8 in the league. But for the most part, man, if you get beat in this league, you just got beat by a good team. Problem is, there's really good teams ahead of you.
3: I think if you're at home tomorrow and you're at the Baylor Bears, you, you lose win. to the Red Raiders. If you don't, that's a
0: bad loss, my opinion. And I would not argue with that. But there's not many on the list that you would say that about. Home losses, yes. Road losses, no. Road loss, I, I mean, if you lose in Lubbock, that's a different story. Mm-hmm. But you lose at home against a 1-18, that's a bad loss. There's no freebies in this league, but that's as close to one as it as it gets, isn't it? I mean, you got a team that's struggling. I don't think it's going to be a freebie. I think Tech will come out and play hard,
3: especially they, they coming will. off a win. I mean, they're going to have a little bit of momentum uh a little pick me up you you're going to have to go out and play well early and put them away early can't let them hang around you let them hang around there we get there they'll start to be dangerous but isn't
0: that kind of their MO Is they hang around to the end and then find a way to lose isn't that kind of been what they've done yeah they've had a couple of blowouts too yeah well true all right so that'll be coming up tomorrow and again uh as we said there's i think the game to kind of if you you know if you're not a if you're just a general Big 12 basketball fan, I got my eye on that 3 o'clock tip in Manhattan, Texas, and Kansas State. Remember Texas was on the road, or were they? I'm trying to think where, where they were early in the week. Where were they No, Wednesday? they were at home, weren't they? I'm trying to remember. Let's. They let's, played Big Monday. That's right. Baylor. Uh, that was their last th- game. That's right. You're right. Uh. I get confused a little bit because I'm checking schedule. It was the women, Texas women, that were on the road the other day. They were in West Virginia. So, yeah, our Texas men read home against Baylor in a 76-71 win. Again, Scott Drew talks about it all the time. One or two possessions. One or two possessions. That's kind of what you got right there. Uh, 844, 16 away from 9. This is Game Time here on ESPN Central Texas. <laughs>
9: Join us for our next Baylor Coaches Show from Rudy's on the Circle in Waco with the voice of the Bears, John Morris.
10: Join us Thursday, February 16th and hear from softball head coach Glenn Moore and head baseball coach Mitch Thompson. That's Thursday, February 16th.
9: The Baylor Coaches Show live from Rudy's and here on the flagship station for Baylor Athletics, ESPN Central Texas.
11: Everything we do, we do for you. Looking for a checking account that earns 4%
5: APY, refunds all your ATM fees, and has a savings account combo that earns you money? It's a First Central credit and slam dunk. Be the MVP. Ask for Casasa checking. It's easy to apply online at firstcentralcu.com. We're your team.
3: APY is annual percentage yield. Eligibility and qualifications apply. Member NCUA.
1: ESPN Central Texas is 1660 AM, 92.3 FM
3: It's Agritech Animal Health.
1: When we say at UBO Business Services that we are the premier service provider for Ricoh, Xerox, Konica Minolta, Canon, Kyocera, and Lexmark copiers and printers, we are not blowing hot air. One way we quantify our status as the best is with an independent company used by millions of organizations called Net Promoter Score. It is the most consistent way to rank brand loyalty and customer service. A score of 70% or better is considered world-class. UBO score is an 85. Call Sean Hunt at 254-709-2101 or UBEO.com.
4: In the market for a quality metal building? Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe have helped Central Texas residential and commercial customers with metal building design, panel options, building components, and trim options. Pioneer Steel and Pipe's residential line is energy efficient, offers low maintenance, reduces insurance payments, is impact resistant, and carries up to a 45-year limited warranty. In addition, they can help you find metal building contractors for your project. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan and at PioneerBoys.com.
1: ESPN Radio Sports Center.
7: I'm Mark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update. The Baylor men host Texas Tech at noon tomorrow at the Faro Center. You can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. The Baylor women are on the road tomorrow at Iowa State for a 5 o'clock start, and that game can also be heard on ESPN Central Texas. The MCC basketball teams are also on the road tomorrow to take on Southwestern Christian. The women tip off at 2 and the men follow at 4. There's baseball weather in the Florida Panhandle where the MCC Highlanders will play four games over the next three days starting with a three o'clock first pitch today against Chipola. The wet and cold in Central Texas has forced the Hill Rebels to push back their season opening home series to a single game tomorrow and a doubleheader on Sunday against Alvin.
1: Sports Center, every 20 minutes only on ESPN Central Texas. Time for the grab bag on Game Time. 8:50, 10 away from five
0: this is game time here on espn central texas all right <laughs> i wasn't going to read this one but this it's it's all in good fun or this one says on our cnc collision center text line hope no girlfriend cheats on him with a friend uh, with a tennis player from oregon state that wears reebok <laughs> oh my wow Oh. oh, just having a little fun, uh, nothing personal. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Sour grapes. <laughs>
0: uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I thought that was so. Anyway, uh, there you go. Uh, let's see. Coming up uh, again, as we as we mentioned, we got basketball. This again, man. It's what are you going to do with your Sunday? I mean, Sunday for the last six months has been reserved for football, hasn't it? Mhm. So what do what do we do? It's well, we got NBA basketball. Too cold to go play golf, mm. or it may not be. I mean, the weather, it's weather be changes. Seventy-one. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
3: Probably too wet
0: though. <sighs> Hopefully, it'll dry out tomorrow, and you can play on Sunday.
3: I'm, I'm ready
0: to watch the Senior Bowl. Yeah, that'll be fun. Mm-hmm. May do that. May do that. Watch a little Senior Bowl. When is that? Is that that's tomorrow though, that's isn't it? Tomorrow at one thirty. Yeah. So, and we got the we got basketball again again tomorrow at uh, at noon. So I'll be I'll be at the Federal Center for that. So and you got the Pro Bowl on Saturday. Yeah, sort of. I mean Sunday, sort of.
5: <laughs> what,
0: well, are they, I, what I are guarantee they do? you,
3: whatever they do well, it's is better, better than be last year. Better than last
0: year. I agree. I agree. But I'm kind of at a point to where I don't care. Just make the selection. And make a player an all pro player. Want, I for, want to
3: see them all together, hanging out and doing some things. I think. I mean, look, the competitiveness in, in them will come out, and it, you saw it last night in the first few parts of the games last night on ESPN. It was
0: it was good. i was trying to think of the television show that, that they would do on Wide World of Sports, you know, ABC, where they would bring in p- athletes from all across, you and, know, every walk and of television
3: life. stars. It yeah. was it was the, what was it
0: called? Where they would do all kinds of racing and bicycle racing and it, swimming
3: it and The All Stars is what they called it.
0: I thought there was a specific name associated with it with ABC. I don't know. But that's it's kind of what that's kind of the feel and the vibe I get with with the Pro Bowl. What am what am I looking for? What's the word I'm looking for? There's one specific word I can't think of. Anyway, uh that that's coming up. Uh the uh the Pro Bowl's coming up. On Sunday, and then next Sunday, well, all next week's going to be fun. We'll uh, we'll dive into all the uh, all the Super Bowl stuff. We'll continue talking about coaching and coaching changes. Uh, that'll be coming up all next week. And uh, what was the name of that show? It, it, I think it had something to do with the word all stars or superstars or something. I think superstars might have been Battle of, of the Network Stars. That's what it was there yeah, we but go they, did
3: they and they mixed is that's when they mixed in the the athletes with the television yeah, stars yeah yeah
0: yeah i think so made them teams and stuff like that so uh, again coming up on the john morris show this afternoon uh superstars yeah john just uh, texted that to us uh, battle of the superstars so uh there you go battle of the network stars oh uh let's see i think uh, we ought to do that again i think it'd be cool don't you mhm so there you go all right uh, john's going to have uh, on his program today chris level He uh, does uh, color on the uh, Red Raider broadcast, and uh, he'll be here tomorrow, but he'll be on the John Moore Show today at 3 o'clock, so he'll have that uh, for you. How did you – and then Matt Mosley's at 4 today. How did you say Farrah Fawcett would have been today? 76. How about that? How about that? All right, uh, that is going to do it for us as we get ready to move out. Again, John's at 3, Matt's at 4. We got basketball for you. Doubleheader tomorrow – uh, we have the Baylor men with an 11:30 pregame and a 12-noon tip. And then uh, it is uh, the Baylor women on the road. They're uh, in Ames to take on Iowa State. That's a 4:30 pregame with a 5 o'clock start time right here on your home for Baylor Athletics, ESPN Central Texas. Have yourself a great day and a great weekend. We will see you right back here on Monday morning with another edition of Game Time from ESPN Central Texas.